there are three kinds of love for the Supreme. There are those who cherish the Divine because they want something. Perhaps their desires are cruel. They want to have a better wealth, better home. They want someone in their family to love them. Perhaps their desires are subtle. They want enlightenment. They want subtle powers. That is one reason, one type of love. I love you because you will give me something. That's one form of love. Another form of love is, I love you because I want you to love me. I want your love and the grace of your love. So I will give my love to you because I want that you should love me. So that is reciprocal love. One first type of sadaka, first type of love for the divine. There is a kind of worship because they want something. They don't want necessarily love of the Supreme, but they want something from the Supreme. The second kind of love, they want the Supreme to love them. They want divine grace and all that entails and the love of the God. So I will love you, so you will love me. Again, both of these types of love are a mutual exchange. First type is not so mutual. I just want something from you. Give it to me. Second time is a mutual exchange. I will give you this, you give me that. Those are two types of love. Two types of devotion to the divine. The third type of devotion, the devotee says, O oh Lord, I love you. I don't want or expect anything in return. I love you because you are beautiful, because you are splendid, because you are divine. This type of love, love is given freely, regardless of whether there is any return or not. The devotee expects nothing. They simply surrender their love, surrender themselves in complete love. Lord, I am just filled with love for you. Your beauty surpasses the sun and moon and stars. I can 
I can know nothing but you. This love is unconditional. There, are, there is no barter. There is no demand. Love is unconditional. The devotee simply is in love with the Supreme, not expecting anything in return, just loving with the whole heart. This unconditional love is the closest love to the love which the divine has for the living beings. That love which the divine has for the living beings is unconditional. There's no barter. There's no, if you give me this, then I will give you that. No, 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 no. The divine loves unconditionally. That divine being loves you with no bars, no holes. You are the child of the infinite. That one takes you as its very own. So that love of the infinite is a shower of grace that is undying and unconditional. It is not given for any purpose. It is never taken away. It is always there. You can turn away from it, forget it, but it is always there. The divine is always showering this grace, this infinite, unconditional love upon you. This is the nature of the infinite, unconditional, always showering grace. So when in love for the Supreme, the self-centered desire to acquire for your small self fades away in the burning passion of true love, of sublime love. That love becomes unconditional like the love of the Supreme for you, you love the infinite. And so the devotee whose love becomes thus unconditional, the ego fades from that love. There is no desire for anything but to give everything to the one whom you love. Lord, you are more gracious than the gods. You are more kind than any being in the world. You are more beautiful than words can say. My offer everything I have to you unconditionally. I ask nothing in return. 
in this type of love, you become as the infinite is, as the divine one, as the beloved of your heart, as your Baba, your Ma, your infinite one is for you. You emulate that love in your total surrender, in your total love for the divine. When you do this, where is the difference between I and thou? Where is the line of demarcation between the lover and the beloved? This Kevala Bhakti, it's called Kevala Bhakti, the beloved only matters. This love has no bounds, no qualifications, no uh, sublines of text. It is unconditional. Being unconditional, there is nothing held back. And when the devotee of the Lord holds nothing back. Gives all. Then where is the line of I and thou? Lover, beloved, and love itself. Become one. There is no separation. There is no duality. There is no you and the Lord. There is not two. There is only one. One infinite, immortal, unconditioned shower of love and grace. Infinite love abides. This body you have is the body of the divine given in grace. The mind you have with thoughts, is the mind of the infinite, belongs to that one. Even your feeling of self, that I feeling that you call me, that person you are, For those with Kevala Bhakti, that person does not abide separate. That person is the infinite one. Embodying an identity 
as you, embodying in all that you see with your eyes, all that you hear with your ears, all that you touch, smell, feel, is just the Lord of Lords. And who is feeling, touching, smelling? Whose body is it? All belongs to that one. Surrendered. There is no separation. When there is true surrender, there is no separation. And that surrender comes when all of those things you desire, crude or subtle, you are willing to let go of. And you are willing to grasp the feet of that immortal being and just let go of everything you have ever believed, everything you have ever assumed. Give that which you are to the eternal, immortal being. What remains? That is the way of Kevala Bhakti, true devotion. All right, namaskar.